Greetings, Tenno of all ages. This is Warpants. I'm Gleep. He is Saurian. And the only thing that can save us now is a Christopher Walken dance montage. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Yes. They're, they they transcend magic and science into something bigger. <laughs> I don't know why. Much more I, horrifying. Much more horrifying, yet soothing and relaxing. And uh, nothing nothing that I have encountered has ever made me more want to just surrender my soul to um, to some dark power. How's that? It's the walking power. Pow power. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna tap dance into your soul. <laughs> you know, there, there has got to be like a how to do a good Christopher Walken impression video on YouTube somewhere. You know, I mean, because I, I would, I would, I would pay for like professional lessons. You know, just no, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to sing. I don't, I don't want to be able to speak publicly. I just want to be able to sound like that guy. <laughs> See if I can find that on Plural Site. All right, excellent, excellent. So, uh, how how you doing? How how has your week been? Pretty good. Been playing a, a lot of Warframe in this fascinating new update. Yes, 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 indeed. Um, and uh, what's the uh, what's the weather like there? It's becoming spring very quickly here. Ranges from a warm sunny day to cold as balls. So you know, it's Georgia. No, oh, okay, all right. Well, yeah, we're um we're uh you know the the allergies are are coming out, so um I'm hermetically sealing myself in a Ziploc bag until October. So um, I'm currently in a bubble. <laughs> you're you're a, you're a bubble demon. You're a, or a bubble a necro bubbler. I, I see. I, I would have had to spend some more time working on that one. Ah, well, but as you say, uh, it is, in fact, recap time for Operation Buried Debits. Debits. <laughs> and, um, uh, but first, of course, um, we had mentioned the last time that we recorded a, a War Pants that, uh, that we had a couple of episodes in the can, a couple of episodes of the Pants cast in the can. And um, I am happy to report that I just, uh, I squirted those out this afternoon, so... Hopefully they will be available uh, to you by the time that you hear this. They should be for crying out, Pete. I'm gonna have to take a look at, at the SoundCloud. Um, I, I, you know, SoundCloud. I, I'm learning as I go along here. Uh, SoundCloud is actually, I, I think, more of a hosting service than it is a um, a place where you can, um, uh, you know, direct your RSS feed so that folks can access it uh, uh, through their site, but. Um, so they want, they want money to store files and I've, I've already got a, a, a file, a host service. So I, I don't, I don't need that. So, but they will let me put a couple episodes up at a time. So I think going forward, what is likely to happen is that the SoundCloud will have as many of the most recent episodes as I can put up there and get away without paying an exorbitant monthly fee, uh, or it seems exorbitant to me. So. Um, just wanted to give that little update, but the rest of them, the iTunes, the, um, uh, the Google play, the, uh, the Spotify, the Stitcher, those all seem to be, uh, doing, uh, just fan. So, uh, please do be, uh, looking for your war pants, uh, to be landing there soon, TM. Um, so anyhow, yeah, uh, we are 
currently into uh, Warframe's version 24.5.1, which includes uh, the conclusion of the Operation Buried Dibibits. Yes, it does. Yes, indeed. Um, So it had uh, had the three parts. It had uh, some data hashes to start us out where you went around and and scanned um, uh, these data sources. And um, uh, sorry, maybe you can you can talk a little bit about what um, what those data hashes actually gave you. Um, it doesn't appear. I mean, it looks it looks like it was part of a community goal, and so once a sufficient number of folks had scanned all the hashes, that um, the goal was satisfied, um, and so then the benefit was realized by by everyone. But is that is that how how you understand it's working? much yeah it was just a, a dirty job and and someone had to do it i will say there was sort of a a side benefit to doing it which i found a lot of other collectibles that had nothing to do with the event as far as i could tell that i would not have been in those nooks and crannies looking for other things i would never have found those oh, okay well that's nice i mean do you think that they put those there on purpose or do you think that that was just a, a lucky happenstance think it must have been on purpose a a lot of them anyway one time i ended up in the wrong cave and uh i did find one there well that's nice i mean i would imagine you know uh they would have de would have received some feedback and you know with you know some people saying oh this is kind of cool you know it's like a scavenger hunt and other people saying you know this is really boring and you know why doesn't this game ever do anything exciting anymore um but (laughs) Um, and as, as we I, as we know, and I think uh, we uh, continue to have reinforced for us, um, uh, DE does listen uh, to uh, to feedback, and they make changes based on that feedback. Um, so they they take uh, they take what they hear from uh, from us Tenno, and they uh, they take it seriously. And um, if they feel uh, that the um, uh, that the health of the game, of the community, of uh, the uh, the player base, if um, if it uh, if there's something that needs to be addressed, they're not afraid to do that. Um, and sometimes, you know, for all, for some folks, it comes across as tough love. Um, and of course, they don't they don't agree or they don't want it. Uh, but um, I think for the uh, for the larger group that uh, I've yet to see something that I thought was um, was uh, really uh, um, really a, a poor choice. And I will jump forward a little bit here. Um, an example of this is. Uh, the one thing that I had uh, have found, and I'm the noob guy. I'm I haven't I I think it's been. I think it has been still less than a month since I started playing. Could that be right? Um, it's about a month. Sure. About, about a month to six weeks. And so anyway, the the only thing that I had seen, because you know I sort of read up a little bit on the whole. Uh, uh, free-to-play uh, business model and, and how they were applying that. Um, and the one thing I had found uh, in the um, in the store that I thought, ah, you know, I'm not really feeling this. This is uh, this is feeling a little uh, a little loot boxy. Uh, is that they would offer for for platinum, so essentially for um, real money, unless you're uh, you know uh, deep into the uh, the Riven markets. Um, Card packs, mod packs uh, for um, for your uh, your collection, and uh, the thing about it was is that they were random, and there was uh, so there was no real way to tell. I mean, I think they would tell you that you would get uh, in a pack, you would get at least uh, two rare, 
um, and uh, you know some 50-50 chance at getting something better than that or something along those lines. So, so they would tell you uh, uh, sort of the uh, the collectible um, uh, class uh, uh, class quality of the card, but they wouldn't give you any specifics beyond that. And so what they've decided to do, they wanted to get rid of that uh, because they felt like it was too much like gambling. Um, so they um, instead are going to be uh, releasing themed packs. So uh, I don't know if you're going to actually get the specific cards that you want, but you will uh, be able to purchase packs that mod packs that are um, uh, centered around a particular theme. So I don't know if it's going to be, you know, weapon cards with, you know, cold damage or, um, you know, uh, uh, frame, uh, warframe cards that, um, you know, auras. Maybe you can get, get you know, a, a, a pack of auras uh, for uh, for your different frames. So anyway, I mean, it, it's still not, you know, hey, you know, like I, I get to look at the card and see exactly what it does. And then I get to give you a, a certain amount of money for it. It's still going to be a we're going to give you a, a, a fancy um, a, a fancy package and you open it up and be surprised. But I still think that that's a move in the right direction. Um, do you agree, sir? I think it kind of reminds me of uh, like opening a pack of Magic the Gathering cards or something yes. similar yes. where you're guaranteed a certain level of rarity. I, I would be very hesitant to have them introduce the actual ability to directly buy cards because so much of the game is influenced by what cards you have and how much effort you put in to get them. And how you learn how to play the cards you got. Oh, totally, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had that with um I never played Magic. I did play um Gamma World. I know uh, fourth edition uh Dungeons and Dragons rules uh Gamma World which they were trying to do sort of like a hybrid system between um fourth edition D&D rules and then also adding in sort of a magic like component. So basically you um you had uh, a lot of cards and so you would buy packs of these cards and uh you know you didn't have to to buy too many of them and you just ended up with a whole pile of duplicates that you had no use for and it's like so you know that that turned me off um but i had you know i had some friends that uh they they were way into it and they were always saying hey you know i got all these cards i can't use do you want any of them i said are those the same cards that you offered me last week that you had too many of and go well yeah it's like okay well no they, they still i still don't need them um but you know it's it's uh I don't like that aspect of game marketing. I, I think that that sort of takes away from uh, from the reason we're all there, which is to have fun and um, you want to build something up. You want to work towards something. You want to uh, create a sense of accomplishment for you and for your 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 group that you're playing with. Um, and I think um, uh, you know gambling on lottery tickets is not the best way to, to to get to that place. But you know that that's obviously obviously that's that's just my my subjective interpretation of it. So anyway, but I thought I'd point that out because um, um, I can't remember how we got here. How, did, <laughs> how the hell did we get? Data hashes. Yes, data hashes. So, um, and uh, we did get um, uh, in the first part here of uh, back to um, uh, the uh, <clears throat> operation of bird boots. Uh, we did. We got we got the data hashes done. I still don't understand exactly what it gave us. Oh, I know what I was getting. Is, is did you get any kind of story out of that? 
where I mean, it, was, it seemed to me like, like I was getting like there was like a story component within those. Yeah, so the whole thing was kind of a, a broken up prologue to the actual buried death story. Okay, okay. So this is leading up to our um, our trip to deck twelve. Correct. Okay, and um, do you know, um, are, are, is that information, I'm, I'm guessing probably somewhere like on Reddit or on a fan, a fan wiki, um, uh, that they would have that information available to folks? Do you, do you know? I'm sure. Um, I think by the time you finish the boss fight, there's nothing that you would have learned otherwise that you would not know by the time you were done with that. Mm-hmm. But it was a nice teaser. Um, well, but but that boss fight. I mean, you know, obviously, you, the dialogue of um, of the um, of the the big uh, the big spider, the big uh, orb, uh, the exploiter orb. Uh, you know, from her dialogue, there. You know, obviously, there's a very rich and um, um, emotional story there. So, you know, it, it, that makes me sort of think, oh, you know, did I miss something in the data hashes? I'm concerned. Do I need to go back and research? You know, were there bits of information about um, about uh, uh, Rude Jude and her um, and her sisters and uh, you know memories from their past or something? You know, I don't know. I just that was just something that, that crossed my mind. Just a little bit. Um, they talk about it and how she can't remember their names and stuff like that. But you'll you'll also get a lot of that. Um, I think part of the problem when we did the boss fight is we played with other players, and when you mm -hmm. play in a public group, they're always going to skip to the next thing as fast as possible. But if you actually go in that room and explore, if you actually go in that room and explore, there's a lot of dialogue that you get. Okay. Well, it's um that is one of the uh, the downsides of playing with a with a, uh, a a public group. So, but you know that's um that's the worst trouble you got. You got it pretty good. Um. So anyway, after we got the data hashes, and then we uh, we both uh, got well more than 100 fissure closure credits um and so at the end of that of course that's sweet sweet opticor vandal yeah <laughs> and um a sort of a side benefit of of all those fissure closures um i was able to um uh, to max rank a lot of gear uh doing those you know it was um it was just stuff was just popping off uh, left and right because we we worked on that for what probably i don't know better part of a week i guess at least two or three days. Yeah, I mean, it was we were and we were hitting it pretty hard. So I mean, that was and I know you were playing more than I was. Uh, but um, that was, you know, it, it, it was, I found it engaging, I could see how it would become repetitive for some folks, but I, I still found it engaging, because I mean, it, it was just so much going on all at once. Um, you know, there, there was no way I was going to get bored. Um, you know, because I was, uh, you know, trying to keep from dying. Uh, so um, but, uh, did you, um, you know, you being the veteran of the game, how, how did that aspect of, of this operation work for you, um, as far as compared to, uh, to previous, uh, operations? I really enjoyed it. I like the fact that the, the fissures are kind of placed randomly so they can appear in lots of different difficult terrain to defend or easy terrain to defend on. So the mm -hmm. difficulty really mm -hmm. changes based on the placement. Uh -huh. But I, I really enjoyed how difficult the enemies were, unlike past events. So I had to actually bring my A yeah, game were, and all that stuff. There were some tough ones. I mean, because what level were they dropping on us in the, uh, there? 55. 
Yeah, yeah. So it was there. There was no cakewalk, um, and uh, then they they came in some pretty brutal waves too. So um, yeah, it was a it was a lot of fun. And there was something very satisfying when you um, when the the fissure closed up and went. You know that was very cool. I enjoyed that. Oh, yeah. You know, and in the, the boss fight when you dropped uh, when you dropped a coolant um, uh, canister into the um, the the fissures that are created there by uh, by the mama exploiter. Uh, it made a, a very satisfying, you know, sort of, you know, sort of, you know, rift in time space continuum, you know, sealing up, you know, behind you kind of thing. So I thought that was very cool. I did like um, how they tied that all together. Yes, 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 indeed. I, I think that they they thought about that very hard and um, they planned it very well. Um, so I was um, I was in and speaking of the um, uh, the the sort of the end of the battle because basically you go into deck 12 which is an old um is basically that was fortuna right or the city of fortuna uh, there was a, a different city that the, the rebellion lived in prior to fortuna okay because it it looks very very similar to fortuna uh you know so similar architecture um, I so think it's the kind of cookie cutter space space thing where they make a lot of them somewhere and then they break them down. Um, yeah, it, but it was it was recognizable. It was definitely recognizable. Absolutely. Um, and um, so then you did a couple of things, and then uh, Mama Exploiter fell from the ceiling, and you had to uh, take out um, uh, some cooling vents on her because I guess the idea is the big picture. The way to um, to defeat her is to make her overheat. Uh, and then right. go splody explode, um, and so you know you you knock out some cooling vents. Uh, she has her minions that come and try to help her uh, by providing coolant. You take those out, um, and then you reach a point where she says, "You know this isn't going well. I think I'll just go to the current Fortuna and um, uh, settle a couple of scores there, um, and uh, then you know call it a day." Uh, so we follow her up back to the surface, and that's where the the, the final uh, the final battle takes place. And um, uh, it was um, I thought it was it was a good mechanic for a, a boss a boss battle. It was you know it was interesting in that it wasn't just you know get you bring your biggest baddest gun and you just you know uh, you know uh, empty the clip, reload, empty the clip, reload, repeat. Um, you had to um, you had to deal with uh, the little um, what are they what are they called rack rack something or other rachnoid um, rachnoids the <clears throat> the cooling bots um, which were kind of cool they you know they like had you know like a little Tupperware thing on top of their head that was full of coolant and they would come running out and you'd have to blow them up and they would drop they would drop a coolant which you would then use to close one of the fissures that. Uh, Mama Sploiter was uh, was uh, uh, creating on account of she was really upset, and uh, that would produce some thermium, uh, volatile thermium, which you would then be able to take and throw at her. And so that was really the way you, you kind of had to uh, to bring her down was by throwing by throwing empty beer bottles at her. Um, and uh, then you get to rip parts of her off if when she overheats. Right, and then I guess you're supposed to to fire into those exposed vents, and then that would do some uh, some um, critical Good damage type damage uh, to her, and then eventually um, she dies, um, and uh, and we all say hooray, and then, 
And then, of course, uh, the, 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 the coupe de grass. Uh, you got to run through what comes pouring out of her backside to scoop up all the loots before she blows up. <laughs> and the blast distance on that thing is crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, um, I think it was uh, 500, 500 meters. I think anything within 500 meters was supposed to die. Um, Sounds about right. Uh, yeah, I, I thought, I didn't think I was that far away, but I, w- I was running as fast as I could. Um, but I just, you know, I was, when you said that after she went down and you said, oh, you got to go run under her backside and grab all the loot before she explodes. I'm like going, no, dude, really? Come on. I know I'm the new guy. Come on. Really? <laughs> but I, but of course I trust you. And so I did. And so I, I picked up a couple of sweet things, including some, uh, some Hildren parts, which I don't need, but, uh, <laughs> that's, um, that's okay. Um, I'll, uh, I'll make some. Maybe I'll make children a twin sister. That would be kind of cool, huh? Um, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it's too bad you can't run two of them together at the same time. You know, you could. Ooh, I wonder if I could like make a children with two heads. That would be awesome. Why can't we build our own Warframes like you could in the original Mech Warrior, or not the original, but the Mech Warrior Four? No, because it would just be disturbing, <laughs> which is the things we would come up with, with you know, especially, you know, like, uh, you know, a uh, little foreshadowing here, uh, given all of the upset over uh, them nerfing, um, <clears throat> nerfing, I suppose, uh, Wisp's assets, um, you know, can you imagine uh, the folks that get butthurt about something like I, that was not an intended pun? Uh, but heard over something like that, uh, what they would uh, put together given uh, given free reign. <laughs> you know, what is disturbing to some is very attractive to others. <laughs> well, that yes, yes. And then uh, maybe it would be like an expansion for uh, Agony or something. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, no, it's... Um, uh, I, I, it was, it was a lot of fun. And I, I love boss fights like that. You know I mean? It's like, I don't do them as often as I would like, uh, just because it seems like I'm always trying to, well, actually I haven't played an MMO like this in, in a very long time. You know I mean? Cause you don't really have boss fights like this in Sea of Thieves or in other things like Arma or, um, you know, even, even in GTA, you never really had boss fights like this, you know, where you're, you're dealing with, you know, something you know, supernatural like this, you know, something that's just, you know, you know, crazy big and scary. Um, so anyway, it was I, not since Guild Wars has, the, has there been, you know, have I been involved in boss fights like this? And, and so it's good to be back to it. Um, so yeah, um, you, any, uh, any uh, final thoughts on uh, the operation itself? I thought they did a really good job of making everything feel like a, a very cohesive experience, and the the boss fight itself was was awesome. They made it feel epic. Yes, yes, that's a great word for it, epic. Um, and um, I understand. I guess I, I think that there were some issues with grouping that people were having difficulty grouping up uh, ahead of either either ahead of time or they would lose their group while down in deck twelve, but. Um, I believe that Steve Sinclair tweeted out something about that they're going to extend the deadline. Though my understanding is is that um, it's still going to that this boss fight is still going to exist in the game going forward. Uh, I don't know if it will be there all the time or just you know from time to time uh, it will uh, it will uh, go active. But um, so if if you haven't had a chance to uh, to get to it, uh, try to get to it uh, in the next uh, sometime this week. But if not. 
um, chances are you won't have missed out completely and it'll be back soon uh, to a uh, subterranean, um, you know, post-APOC city near you. How's that? All right. And so um, DevStream, did you did you get a chance to watch DevStream 125? Not yet. Okay, it's it's definitely worth worth watching. Um, uh, now I, I say I say that you know from the perspective of noob guy because I haven't seen uh, that many of their live streams, but um, I know coming off of Star Citizen uh, where we used to watch the live streams or the uh, the dev streams, the weekly content, the the consu- or, um, community content uh, on a regular basis, um, I, it was it was fine. It was a lot of useful information, and they had. Um, you know, uh, Steve Sinclair was out there and a couple of other guys who I don't, I recognize their faces, but I don't know their names uh, yet. And then, of course, um, uh, Space Mom, uh, who was fighting off uh, some sort, some form of the plague, which uh, she was attempting to medicate with uh, with buckets of antihistamine. And uh, that was only working so well. <laughs> um, but uh, she uh, she put in a, a yeoman's effort and uh, and they did about 45 minutes of, of uh of entertaining show um so just kind of in no particular order i'll go through some bullet points here and we can uh, uh, discuss them real quick um uh conservation is coming to uh planes of eidolon um and uh for and for that you will win floofs now please to be explaining to me what the hell a floof is so in reward for getting a certain number of tags for animals that you've conserved they will give you essentially like a beanie baby stuffed animal version of the animal that okay. can help preserve. And, and is now, is this a, a ship decoration? Yes. It is something you can put on your ship. Can, can, can you put it on your K drive? I don't think so, but that would be awesome. It would might, I don't be... think it would fall off pretty quickly, but. Well, you'd have to mount it. You know, it would have to be like, you would have to get it. You would have to get a hard shell floof. <laughs> <laughs> I want one as a hood ornament. Exactly. Yeah, you would bolt it to the nose, and you know you could have have it be all fierce and stuff. You know, you have it be like the uh, you know angry little hobbit. You know, charging off towards uh, Minas Tirith. You know, <laughs> just be awesome. <laughs> um, and so that, anyway, that's that's coming. It's going to be a thing where you're going to be able to uh, do conservation uh, quests or. Um, tasks um, out there on Plains of Eidolon. And um, I just got my uh, first quest from the guy at the relay um, to start uh, conserving animals. I chased a, <laughs> I chased a MOA around the, pl- the practice uh, thing that they, you know, you have to prove yourself worthy to be given the job. To, I guess it's like a job interview, but where you have to chase a, a mower around uh, an inside warehouse thing and, and track it down and conserve it. And it, I, I was like screaming at my computer. It's a stupid thing. When I, get, I just I took to shooting it until it got stunned, and then I conserved it. And I'm sure it, it, it must have died. It must have died like minutes later. But uh, anyway, I got the job. <laughs> nice. Um, let's see. And I, I did mention that the random mod packs uh, for sale for Plat are going to be going away. Um, they're going to be themed mod packs, um, and so the purchaser will have better information before making their purchase decision. So I think that that's a good thing. Um, Nix Deluxe uh, and uh, no, is Nix Deluxe not out now? 
mixed deluxe skin, I guess it is? Not as far as I know. Okay, so that's coming out, and with it, a spiffy new shotgun skin. Uh, so that's going to be very, very cool. Um, and uh, it was unclear what the shotgun skin was for, if it was for a specific gun. They were, no one on the dais there seemed to know, um, but they were uh, supposing that it was the uh, the, the, the Tyrus? Is that the name of it? The, is it a Tyrus or... Anyway, it's supposed to be one of the better the better shotguns. Um, secondary energy colors for formid frames is going to be a thing. So once you form a frame, then you will be able to um, uh, go in there and uh, add a secondary energy color. And uh, so I don't know, like if you had if you wanted to have um, you know flames coming out of your head be a different color than flames that are on your weapons, or um, you know different different ways that you you have energy you have like suppose it suppose like my mag who has a lot of electric uh type crackly bits on some of her uh assets um if uh you know she has a flaming weapon then she can um, she can have that be a different color so that would be uh, i think that, that's neat um and boo uh sadness uh wisps assets are now 10 percent more discreet <laughs> they covered her butt up is basically what it worked out to i guess uh last week when uh, space mom demoed the model uh she was wearing a um uh, uh, an unfinished version of the alt helmet for uh for wisp that was lacking uh some like flowing cloth that comes off the back so um it's um uh, yeah so <laughs> and i think i think i mentioned to you in chat the other night uh you know as they were describing this and space mom was trying to like play it off like oh it's no big deal it's just this thing i left out you know and, and steve is over there he's going I, I can i can hear people canceling their pre-orders on this now what do you, what do you mean this no big deal <laughs> <laughs> because that that was that was that was quite the quite the demonstration from <laughs> from a couple weeks ago but um which also leads me to a question what the heck is tenogen um because I, I see i'm seeing like on the steam workshop i'm seeing um and then also ads for tenogen i'm seeing what looks like user created skins is is that a thing for 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 warframes yes so anyone can go into the mod workshop and uh and they could submit a creation and people will vote on it. And if it gets enough votes, it'll get some attention from the actual developers. And it, it has to fit certain standards to make it into the actual game. But once they do that and they've, you know, hit a review process and usually it's a themed contest to actually get submissions entered, but sometimes it's just a, whatever gets votes. And those people actually get oh, okay. a, a pay. They get paid for, um, when you buy those assets okay okay so this is but this is not what uh and i'm sorry you were cutting out there a little bit so i apologize if i'm if i'm restating something but this isn't a thing where i can um uh uh download a skin and put it onto my existing player in the game uh like like we used to be able to do with unreal tournament and quake and games like that Oh, no, these skins are submitted through a an official review process. Oh, okay, okay. And so then they would become they would become available within the marketplace, um, in the game. Then that's that's where I would see them that I could put them on on my frame. 
Exactly. And a, a lot of people have actually made it out of, um, they've made it off welfare just by submitting art to Warframe and, and getting paid for that. That's very cool. That is very cool. It's, it's nice to see talent like that have an avenue for um, uh, being recognized. You know, that's, that's very Absolutely. cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, it's because I, I saw some stuff and I'm just like, wow, that, that looks really cool. And I'm, 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 I'm looking for the download button on the Steam page. And I'm like, I'm not seeing it there. I'm like, going, okay, this, okay, prepare yourself for disappointment because you're getting way too excited about this. <laughs> Should give them a thumbs up. Maybe they'll make it in. I did. I did. I, I, I gave it a thumbs up and added it to my favorites and, um, you know, took a screenshot and uh, rented billboard space outside the office here. It's, it's, yeah, I don't, if this doesn't get in, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> no, just it's a drastic line. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a gamer of enthusiasms. Um, oh, speaking of, let me, whew, speaking of allergies. Mm. Ah, yes. Okay. Um, uh, but bum bum bum. Yes. So now, and Wisp is going to be coming uh, with her own primary weapon, which it appears to be a shotgun, um, and uh, it looks to be like it might be a shotgun with a silencer. So, like, how cool is that? I mean, can you can you like imagine like you know like Javier Bardem in No Country for Old Men, you know, with that with that silencer he had on his shotgun? How how badass that was. I imagine it can only be so quiet but we'll see well i mean you know it doesn't have to necessarily be quiet but if, if it makes that that badass silencer sound you know where instead of being like a shotgun you know you know it goes you know it, it it sounds like you know a like you know somebody you know beating on the underside of your trunk lid trying to get out of the car you know you know something like that a practice tennis ball machine exactly exactly if it sounds like a tennis ball um, machine up against your little brother, you know, I mean, <laughs> who could ask for anything more than that? <laughs> Mom, make him stop. I wasn't doing anything. Leave me alone. Um, oh, and, sh and also with her is going to be some Kavat armor too. Um, it's um, So that's very, very cool. You know, let, let me see if I have the link here, if I can pop it into the Discord for you here real quick, because it really is a very... There's a cool recap here of the whole thing. Oh, stop spinning. Stop spinning. I'd always go for more fashion pet stuff. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. It's it's up there in the green room. Green, green, the green room. Green room for you. Um... So yeah, if you scroll down there, you can see the. Uh, bum 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 bum. You can see the the skin for the Nyx Deluxe Shotgun, um, which is uh, kind of cool. It's a little a little. Um, I don't know what do you call that Art Nouveau, I suppose. Um, although the neon the neon version is a little a little less that and a little more something else. Um, and then the secondary uh, color thing. If you're scrolling down, you can see. Uh, how they've added an extra box there for secondary energy. Um, the Wisp Alt Helmet, you can see the the terrible thing that that has done. And then uh, that sweet, sweet looking shotgun. Oh my God, look at that, look at that, look at that. I guess it's a shotgun, I don't know, they didn't say. They weren't sure what kind of primary weapon it was that Wisp is getting, but um, it looks really, uh, 
really cool. And if that ain't a silencer, I don't know what is. Um, and then, definitely looks like one. And then the, the Kavat armor, how cool is that? Um, Pretty slick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and then, oh, uh, the uh, the next, uh, and I think I had mentioned this too, and I think I had it right, um, that the next uh, uh, Prime, uh, uh, not Prime Vault, no, Prime Access, the next Prime Access is going to be uh, Equinox. And she, I guess she comes with like a whole bunch of different outfits. She has nighttime outfits and daytime outfits. Um, do you have a, do you have an Equinox? I do not, but I know a little bit about them and it, it has two forms and it has two separate sets of powers and outfits based on which of those forms you're in. Oh, okay. So, um, but I guess it's coming with all of it, you know, so, um, all the necessary costumes. So I think that's a pretty cool thing. Um, and then here's a, you can, if you scroll down again, you can see your uh, killer attack floofs, uh, there. And uh, the Planes of Eidolon Remastered preview. So um, it's, <laughs> what did, uh, I got to go back to my notes here. Back to my notes. Um, what Steve said was that it is, uh, it is going to be 980,000% better. No, 980,000 times uh, better than it currently is. So that, that's a lot better. Um, and uh, but it's uh, you know if you watch that little snippet of video there, it's uh, the water just looks amazing and um, uh, just everything about it. the sun, the the the, uh, the sunset, uh, you know the uh, the light filtration. I mean, very much um, very reminiscent of some of the uh, the better moments in Sea of Thieves. So um, I'm excited for that and potentially here within a couple weeks. I mean, you know, I I don't know how to take this. You know, after. After all these years of, you know, and then uh, in Q2 of next year, we're, we're shooting to uh, give you, you know, a hand grip for your throttle. You know, it's like, you know, I, it's, they're showing these stuff and they go, yeah, it's, if I don't get it to you next week, it'll be the week after that. I, I just don't, I don't know how to react. I mean, it's just, well, I, I do know how to react, but um, I wish I didn't because it's, it's embarrassing sometimes. Um, let's see. So let's see, wrapping up here. What else? Um, oh, they didn't have any ability powers re to reveal for, uh, for the old whispers just yet. <laughs> see what I did there? Whispers with whispers. It's a secret. Yeah, it's a, it's a secret. I, you know, I, and they, and they are avoiding the question that I have not uh, sent in yet, um, which I, I am beginning to take personal, uh, that she should cost that her, her, her frame should cost at least five plat less on account of she doesn't have any feet. So no feet, it should be a little bit cheaper, you know? I think you have to take into account the value of the other assets. Which they covered up. <sighs> yeah, I'm looking at the actual, what they use to cover it up, and I can see enough for my purposes, and I'm, I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> you don't got no feet, Lieutenant Wisp. <laughs> Dude, I, I wrote that down and I've been waiting all day to say that to you. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, so, and then we talked about uh, Equinox Prime is going to be the next Prime Access and all of her fancy dresses. 
And oh yeah, um, tomorrow uh, we are recording this on Monday the 18th. Tomorrow, um, which would be Tuesday the 19th, go figure. Uh, the 2019 Con digital pack is going to be dropping. Uh, so um, it's, I think it's going to be real interesting to see what's inside of that. I, I, I understand that there's like, usually there's usually like a skin or something. So, um, you know, I'm going to pay attention and see what, what happens there. Um, but uh, yeah, because uh, TennoCon is coming up. It's going to be, I think it's like in 111 days or something like that. Uh, so uh, coming up not too far off. Not too, it, it, it's going to be here before the next winter gets here. And so um, that's, a, that's a good thing. Yep, yep, yep. Six uh, moons from now. Six moons. Six moons and three valleys to the left. Um, so, uh, anything else? You got anything else um, uh, about uh, kind of the operation or what's happened since last time we chatted? That's uh, happened to you in game that um, you want to share? Fine if not. I think the only thing I wanted to say was the the biggest difference between a dev stream and Star Citizen versus Warframe is so you actually have a a chance to see the thing that you're looking at in the stream within the next month or two. Right, right. You're not seeing stuff that's way, way down the road. Um, you know, and it's also a thing I noticed is it's kind of a, their dev streams are kind of a, a um, kind of a mashup of um, ATV and uh, RTV, what RTV used to be, you know, so they're, they're very, they're very informal, but they, they're, they're definitely covering a um, uh, sort of a, a set script. So they're, they're not, you know, just showing up and saying, hey, ask us questions and we'll answer one out of 10 of them, you know, but be funny about it. Um, you know, they're, they've got a, a script that they're following, but they're also, it's very casual. It's a lot of jokes and, uh, and, it, and it seems pretty apparent unless they're doing a really good job of acting that they all really get along well and, and like each other. So I think that's a very cool thing. Yeah. It's very enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Yeah. So highly encourage anyone who has not seen it yet to, uh, to definitely check it out. Uh, but before you do that, you need to go to gleavesgaming.fun for stuff and links, uh, and meet us over on our discord server. Come out and play a uh, warframe with us. Um, come on out and let us see your war pants. Yeah. <laughs> I've got too much congestion to do a good ear, uh, army early. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Let us see your war pants. Uh, so anyway, uh, until next time, I'm still Gleep. He's still Sorian. And this has been War Pants version 24.5.1. Don't forget to check out randomdystopianfutures.com. <laughs> yes, yes. Do not forget. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody.